0: Riding an elephant is on many people's bucket list that travel to certain Asian countries like Thailand, Nepal, and Cambodia, to just to name a few. But shocking images of elephants being tortured and mistreated by ride operators, believed to be taken in Phuket, have been shared on Twitter in the recent few months, with tourists heading to Thailand not to ride the animals. Let's hear more about how elephant tourism is fueling more animal cruelty and what can be done about it from Jason Baker, Senior Vice President of International Campaigns at People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or PETA. Uh, Thank you for joining us, Mr. Baker.
1: Thank you for having me. Uh,
0: First of all, can you explain to us how elephants are involved in the tourism industry?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's still commonplace that elephants are are exploited in Thailand and across Asia uh, for the tourist industry. They are used to give rides, to perform dancing, to, to paint. And elephants do this out of fear, not because they want to. So it's still common for baby elephants to be kidnapped from the wild. They are, have all four legs shackled, and they are beaten repeatedly mm-hmm. uh, until their spirits are broken. It's a process called pajan, uh, and it is why they do things out of fear. They are scared of the beatings, they're scared of these bull hooks these uh, metal spears that they jab into their legs or behind their ears, that um, they're scared of them.
0: It's difficult to hear the details of that kind of abuse. Uh, how many elephants are we talking about? What's the size of the, the problem?
1: Well, it, I mean, we're talking about most elephants, basically. The, the numbers are difficult because it's a pretty unregulated industry, both in Thailand and across Asia. But what I tell tourists, if they're looking to go to Thailand or um, being involved with elephants at all, is to, to look at the websites. There's a few things that you, you don't want. You don't want to go to a place that has elephant rides. You don't want to go to a place that has bull hooks at all. You need to look beyond the marketing, because a lot of places that have exploited elephants for decades are now learning to rename themselves, to change their marketing, what, what I call greenwash, as they're calling themselves eco-tourist places, uh, eco-friendly elephant sanctuaries, and, and most of them are not. Most of them are just money-making adventures where they buy elephants, have them perform, and, and they make money. I'm regularly asked, uh, you know, where, where can people go? And there aren't actually a lot of options, but there are some. And I've been to one place in Thailand called the Boonlot Elephant Sanctuary. It's in central northern Thailand. And it's a place where they just let elephants be elephants. And I, and I tell people that because it, it's, on some levels, actually boring. You don't wash them. You don't play with them. You don't feed them. Uh, you just sit there and, and watch them. They're in the rivers, and they're having fun, and it is great. Um, but it's not the interaction that most people want for their Instagram account. Um, but it is what is best for
0: elephants. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we do have some alternatives to enjoy the elephants like that. But in terms of abuse animals, what kind of regulations or the tourist education should be taken to address the problem?
1: Yeah, well, the tourists are really the the who are changing things. It is tourist demands that are changing how elephants are being treated, both in Thailand and, and around the world. Uh, unfortunately, regulations are virtually non-existent uh... we recently did an undercover investigation of an elephant polo match in thailand where we documented the elephants being beaten repeatedly uh... and we took this information to the police and after a year the police came back to us and said this is just standard procedures when dealing with elephants um, more recently we were in a, a zoo in bangkok that had a baby elephant who was chained uh, by three of his legs and was literally going crazy. Um, He had lots of of, uh, cuts on him, and we took that also to the police, and the police didn't even want to take our statement. Uh, So the suggestion that that there are going to be regulations or authorities that are going to do something about it really isn't true. We also know that it's rather common for elephants to be smuggled across the border from Thailand to China to be used in circuses. While there's a great movement in in China for people to stop using animals for entertainment and a lot of celebrities speaking up, it's still a thriving industry. It really is tourism and tourism dollars that are going to to put an end to this. The, The end goal here, the goal that we want in the future is for elephants really to not be worth anything. Because when they're not worth anything, when you can't make money off of them, then they stop kidnapping them from the wild and using them uh, for other exploitations. And, and what we want is them to just stay in the wild.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's just perfect sense. As a quick awareness campaign or education, what would be some symptoms that elephants show when they're distressed?
1: Right. Well, if, you're, if you're looking at an elephant and you're wondering you know, what, what is going on, some things to look for are cuts on the legs. Those are from bull hooks, or cuts behind the ears. It's a bit more difficult to see behind the ears. Um, you can look at how the bottoms of, the, of their feet are. Um, regularly cared for elephants will have somewhat clean feet. They'll be more rotted if they're, if they're not. Um, but then, you know, if you look at swaying, I mean, if an elephant is chained up and swaying, that's a sign that they're going crazy. Uh, and you look to make sure that they aren't acting out of fear. Most elephants that have been beaten are are so scared of bullhooks that they just have to wave the bullhook around. They don't actually even have to hit the elephants anymore for them to react because they know what will happen if they don't obey. It's so common to still see bullhooks out there. And so the real easy thing is is if you see them, stay away because they're not doing something that is in the elephant's best interest. And there Mm -hmm. there are places where there are no bullhooks on the property. You come in and you see them... And, and the elephants are all domesticated. They have all been trained. They all come from terrible situations in the past. But the mahouts there can still communicate with them, and you know, they know when it's dinner time, and they all come running. And it, it's, it's, how ele- it's how people should be, be seeing and interacting with elephants.
0: That's a, certainly a practical uh, information that all the travelers should be aware of. Well, thank you for uh, joining us and giving us that uh, very insightful information for the animals. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, let's get some guidelines on how we can approach elephant tourism in an ethical way with Natalie Compton from The Washington Post, who covers the mechanics of travel. Thank you for joining us, Natalie.
2: Hi, how are you?
0: Oh, pretty good. How are you?
2: I'm great. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us. Uh, In your recent article on finding real animal sanctuaries, it says that you felt something wrong the minute you arrived at the Samut Prakan uh, crocodile farm and zoo in Bangkok. Can you elaborate on this?
2: Sure. So I went to the farm and zoo thinking that it would be something where you could observe healthy animals. And when I got there, there were many animals in very small cages, There were opportunities to ride and pet a lot of animals. There were also shows that were being performed where animals were being like thrown around. There were just lots of things that seemed wrong. The animals did not seem healthy, so I knew right away I had made a mistake by visiting this place.
0: Mm -hmm. The name sanctuary seems to be misnomer. Then, what are the elephant sanctuaries in the first place, and how is elephant sanctuary tourism becoming a new trend?
2: Sure. So elephant sanctuaries are advertised differently than a zoo because they tell tourists and visitors that this is a place where an elephant has been rescued and now they are having a better life. And sometimes that is the case and other times people are using the word sanctuary as a marketing term and they do not actually take care of the elephants in a positive way, or maybe they purchase the elephants rather than saving them. So it's become a more popular tourist attraction in recent years, maybe particularly because of social media. People love taking photos with these beautiful animals, but not every elephant sanctuary is actually good for the elephants. So it's very difficult to navigate what kind of place is actually good for the animal.
0: In terms of the kind of reporting and the awareness campaign, it seems like there's a positive side to this as mm-hmm. a increased number of traveling companies and also the travelers are making efforts to be transparent about animal welfare considerations and looking out for these kind of signs.
2: Sure. I think even though social media has pushed for more opportunities for businesses to start so that people can hold elephants or pet tigers, there's also been a positive Outcome from social media in that people are spotlighted for abusing animals and, and we're seeing more changes in positive tourism activities for the animal welfare. So companies like Intrepid Travel have made full bans on using animals in any part of their group tours. Even Airbnb only has animal experiences that have been vetted by um, a global company that it tours, so all of this horrible news that you see of animal exploitation is ultimately leading to better changes in policies around the world. So I think it's only a matter of time before more positive changes are made, and uh, I hope that also holidays like recognizing elephants will help raise awareness for the welfare of the animals.
0: Mm-hmm. Awareness aside, it seems like there should be a concerted effort from organizers and uh, other groups. Are, are you seeing any kind of signs that a kind of organized efforts to make this a a very safe travels for travelers and also uh, those people who are looking to kind of not only take pictures with the animals but at the same time very mm. conscious about uh, protecting the species.
2: Sure, I think that. The more awareness there is out there, the more travelers recognize, okay, I might not have a great photo, but I know that the elephant is being taken care of better, so any media outreach is great. We've also seen through social media, sometimes travelers and people around the world will witness these horrible crimes toward wild animals that leads to the shutdown of a zoo or a farm, so... The more that we're paying attention as travelers, the better. And if you do end up going to one of these places and you think that animals are being treated poorly, take a photo, maybe share it or report it to an organization that is keeping watch and maybe you will help make positive change as a traveler.
0: Mm -hmm. So you can be a whistleblower at the same time.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, thank you for your uh, reporting. It seems like kinds of efforts that the media can play is that you can really uh, uh, shore up and increase the awareness about this animal protection.
2: Sure. The, by the way, part of Washington Post, it's our travel destination, is all about off the beaten path travel experiences while also trying to be conscious and, and doing the right thing while you're doing that. So, yeah, I think that we definitely want to help people find the best possible animal tourism possible and, Just doing a little research will help you do
0: that. (laughs) I would suggest you keep up the good work. Thank you for joining us today.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you. Uh, That was Natalie Compton of the Washington Post.